You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors, both present and past. Featuring exciting guest interviews and routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts. Subscribe to Locked On MLB today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode, we're going to do a little weekend takeaways, uh, and then uh, I guess we'll start... With a no-hitter uh, for the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, left-handed pitcher Tyler Gilbert. He's 27 years old, and I guess it, it's sort of now or never uh, for Gilbert. His, his numbers in the minors weren't bad. Uh, appeared in 11 games this year, 10 starts uh, at AAA. Had 3.44 ERA, 1.24 whip, 8.6 strikeouts per nine. All of that is is good and fine. It, as a 27-year-old in AAA, it doesn't exactly scream, yes, you have to get him uh, into the big league rotation, but uh, he had... Pitched three games out of the bullpen uh, for the Diamondbacks uh, and uh, had, had given up zero earned runs in three and two-thirds innings uh, and then gets a, a shot to start uh, against San Diego uh, on Saturday uh, and ended up uh, walking three, striking out five, but no hits. Uh, and, you know, it's a fantastic accomplishment in his, in his first major league start. Uh, you know, the things you, you may never see again in your lifetime. Uh, and... I, I just from a fantasy perspective, I, I don't know that there's a huge demand to run out and grab Tyler Gilbert. I mean, if you have holes in your rotation and uh, and he's out there, sure you can you can give him a try and see whether he can uh, work this magic a little bit more going forward. But uh, aside from throwing that no hitter, there you, there just isn't enough in his uh, minor league track record to think that oh yes, he he's definitely going to make things work uh, in the major leagues. Well, you know, speaking of uh, pitchers who aren't making things work in the major leagues. Uh, We've got uh, Jake Arrieta, uh, re- recently released by the Chicago Cubs, uh, has signed with the San Diego Padres. And this is, this is a, sort of a troubling sign here for the Padres that they're uh, dipping into the, the well of Jake Arrieta. Uh, Arrieta's been getting rocked uh, in recent seasons. But this, this year, in his first five starts, it looked like he was turning things around. He, he was 3-2, and 2.57 ERA, 1.18 whip, 8.4 strikeouts per nine. You know, not Cy Young Jake Arrieta, but certainly you, you could totally deal with those kinds of uh, numbers from Jake Arrieta. But uh, there was also some indications that he was a little lucky uh, to, to that point of the season. Uh, and since then, uh, he is 2-9 and nine, uh, in 15 starts. 8.95 ERA, 2.04 whip, 7.4 strikeouts per nine. I mean, it's it's a wonder that he lasted that long uh, with the Cubs that getting hit that hard. I mean, think of think of all the guys who uh, are, are toiling in the minors and think, oh, if I if I could just get a a chance to pitch a game or two in the major leagues and show them what I can do, and, and here you've got Jake Arrieta just getting blown up uh, to the tune of an 8.95 ERA and 2.04 whip uh, for months, uh, and finally the Cubs let him go. But I, I don't, unless the, the Padres have some magic fix, uh, I don't think Arietta is going to be a great answer uh, for them either. Uh, so anyway, let's uh, go take a look at some weekend takeaways. Let's look at the hitters who had their uh, best performances. And we'll start with Atlanta's Dansby Swanson. Uh, Swanson, 7 for 14 
uh, over the weekend with four home runs, nine RBI, scored five runs. Uh, he's been really productive uh, again this season. Now, he, he's not scoring runs at the same rate that he did last year, but overall, I mean, Swanson's got 24 home runs, 70 RBI, 61 runs scored, nine stolen bases, hitting 265. And as I said, the the runs aren't coming as easily as they did last year. I think he scored like 49 runs in 60 games or some something in that neighborhood. Uh, but really, uh, a shortstop who's got 24 home runs and 70 RBIs in 118 games. I mean, he, if he ends up with 30 plus home runs, 90 plus RBIs, you're uh, uh, that's a pretty solid season. Uh, and so. Good on Dansby Swanson, uh, who has just continued to produce uh, for the Braves. Uh, Oakland third baseman Matt Chapman, who has not had uh, a great season. He was 6-for-10 over the weekend, had three home runs, four RBIs, six runs scored. Uh, And Chapman, on the season, has 17 home runs, 55 RBIs, hitting two twenty four. I mean, this is an entirely underwhelming season uh, for him, Uh, but uh, we know he is capable of better, and so if, uh, if this is you know a little sign that he might be able to produce down the stretch. That would be great for the A's. Uh, St. Louis third baseman, Nolan Arenado, uh, was 5-for-12 over the weekend. Three home runs, nine RBIs, four runs scored. Uh, and Arenado has, has done quite nicely this year, and I have to, you know, I, I suppose eat a little bit of crow because I expected uh, that this season would not be uh, great for Arenado's productivity. His uh, road uh, numbers uh, away from Colorado uh, in his career coming into this year weren't great. I mean, they were fine. Uh, I think in OPS or in the, in the 790s, you know, so not, not nothing to, to be embarrassed about, but certainly nothing that makes you think, oh, he's going to just continue to be a star. Uh, and Arenado, I mean, the, the numbers this year, he's got 25 home runs, 78 RBIs uh, in 114 games, hitting 265. Now, like, so the batting average isn't what uh, it typically was for him in Colorado. And, but, you know, you're looking at, a, uh, at numbers to this point uh, that should get Arenado at 30-plus uh, home runs and he might even have a shot at 100 RBIs. Uh, so uh, that's, uh, that's rather productive uh, in, for in his first season with St. Louis. Uh, Dodgers catcher Will Smith uh, went 4-for-12 over the weekend, had three home runs, seven RBIs uh, in there. And, and Smith is, I mean, he came up with, you know, some fanfare and, and produced right away. And he continues to hit. He's got 18 home runs, 59 RBIs, 53 runs scored, hitting 266. You know, as a catcher, you're happy to take that uh, for your fantasy squad. You know, there, uh, it seems that anytime I find a catcher who's who's hitting at all respectably, uh, he'll get mentioned here on the podcast because you know any any time uh, you you can find someone uh, to fill that position who who can actually hit, um, it's it's well worth your while. Uh, there's there are some real uh, some real dead spots in terms of uh, offensive production behind the plate. Uh, then we got Texas outfielder DJ Peters, uh, who had played some for the Dodgers uh, this year, but he was three for eleven with three home runs, seven RBIs, uh, and you know Peters has you know barely played, but he's played a dozen games for the Rangers, hitting one ninety, uh, and you know those are his first three home runs uh, for Texas. I, I'm not racing out to the waiver wire to get him, but you know, maybe keep an eye on uh, whether whether he can build on this. Uh, but uh, this is kind of his. Uh, chance here uh, with the Texas team that uh, should be trying some guys out and give them a chance to play. And if DJ Peters can hit for some power, uh, maybe he can uh, stick in that lineup. Now, a couple of players uh, over the weekend stole two bases, and one is Oakland center fielder Starling Marte. Well, big surprise. He's been uh, on fire uh, since arriving from Miami. And uh, in 15 games with Oakland, Marte uh, is 11 for 11 in stolen base attempts. He's hitting 382. Uh, and so he's given the A's everything they could have wanted and more uh, since that trade. And then the other player who stole two bases over the weekend was St. Louis's Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, and now Goldschmidt is nine for nine uh, this year in stolen base attempts. And uh, at his peak, when he was really having his best years in Arizona, uh, Goldschmidt 
was this rare commodity of a, a first baseman who would, you know, hit for high average, hit for power, uh, but it would also steal a bunch of bases and, and, you know, very, very rare. And so he was kind of, for a few years, was uh, in kind of elite fantasy company. Uh, now, he, he's not in elite fantasy company right now, but Goldschmidt's having a, a solid enough season. He's 18 home runs, 68 RBI, 64 runs scored, nine stolen bases, hitting 275. And, you know, none of those numbers are wow amazing, uh, but across the board, he's kind of filling in your categories that, uh, you know, you could survive with him as a, as a low end starter or, or at least a, a corner infield option uh, at first base. Um, so uh, when we come back, we will look at uh, some of the hitters who struggled over the weekend, maybe, and then some of the best and worst pitchers. Do you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes. Winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. You are in total control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free, and right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Okay, so we touched on the uh, hitters who had the uh, best performances over the weekend. Here are some of the those who struggled. Uh, and we'll start with Atlanta right fielder Jorge Soler, uh, who was 0 for 13. Uh, and Soler, you know, going into the weekend had been uh, pretty productive here for Atlanta. And in, in 14 games now with the Braves, he's uh, only hitting 235. That's 235 after going 0 for 13. So uh, kind of keep that, keep that in mind. Uh, three home runs, six RBIs, eight runs scored since uh, since getting uh, traded there from Kansas City. Uh, but uh, I, I would say it's uh, somewhat encouraging uh, that after an 0 for 13 uh, in in just 14 games, he's still hitting 235. So. Uh, you know, don't be too down on Jorge Soler just yet. Uh, Minnesota, uh, second baseman Jorge Polanco was over 12 uh, over the weekend. And Polanco, another one who, who's kind of continued to be very productive this year. He's got 21 home runs, 63 RBI, 71 runs scored, nine stolen bases, hitting 267 after that 0 for 12 run. This is sort of the best uh, case circumstance for guys. When you're looking at guys who who had a really you know tough weekend to look at and go, ah, he's putting up good numbers anyway. Uh, and so, uh, Solaire, you know, struggled for a good portion of the season in Kansas City, so maybe you have some doubts. Uh, in Polanco's case, uh, those numbers have been pretty solid this year for Minnesota, and I wouldn't get too worried about uh, an 0 for 12 over the weekend. Uh, Houston second baseman Jose Altuve was 1 for 13, uh, and now Altuve also having a, a very productive year: 25 home runs, 66 RBIs, 83 runs scored. He's only stolen four bases. That that's that part of the game seems to be. Uh, uh, no longer a big big facet uh, of what Altuve can provide. He's hitting 270 uh, after going one for 13 there. So uh, again, very productive season for Altuve. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Uh, same goes for Toronto shortstop Bo Bichette. He was also one for 13. Now Bichette's having a terrific season. 20 home runs, 77 RBIs, 89 runs scored, 17 stolen bases, hitting 286. Uh, and that's after going one for 13 uh, over the weekend. And, and Bichette in some ways can kind of slide under the radar uh, because you know, Vladimir Guerrero is getting, you know, the, the spotlight on him in Toronto for the most part this season. Uh, but, you know, Bichette is having another terrific year, uh, even if he struggled over the weekend. Uh, Philadelphia second baseman Gene Segura, uh, one for 12. Uh, 
And now Segura isn't putting up huge numbers. Eight home runs, 40 RBIs, 50 runs scored, seven stolen bases. But he's hitting 305, uh, and that's after going one for 12. Uh, and so, you know, you, you could live with Gene Segura in a middle infield spot uh, just because he's hitting 305. There's, uh, there's value uh, in that uh, number. So uh, there's a handful of uh, hitters who, who maybe struggled over the weekend. And as you can see, for the most part, uh, I wouldn't be terribly worried uh, about what's going on with those guys. Uh, now to some pitchers uh, who had the best performances. And obviously this is in addition to Tyler Gilbert. Uh, you know, the guy who threw the no-hitter would, would qualify as uh, having a pretty successful weekend. Uh, but Cleveland's uh, Tristan McKenzie, he, he flirted with a perfect game. Uh, went eight innings, gave up just one hit, uh, struck out 11 uh, in Sunday's 11-0 win at Detroit. Uh, and, you know, McKenzie came into the season, I think, with a certain amount of hype uh, that uh, as a prospect that he'd uh, be able to kind of step into a, a big role for Cleveland, and it didn't, didn't happen. Uh, and then he got demoted to AAA uh, and has come back, uh, and it looks like uh, he's a new pitcher. In his past three starts, he has a 2.14 ERA, but also a 0.52 whip. Uh, and so the, the fact that he's not even allowing base runners uh, at any kind of troubling rate. That, that's really encouraging. And, and we'll see whether he can continue uh, this. But if you're kind of looking for a, a sleeper for the rest of the season, uh, Tristan McKenzie is one of those one of those guys. We, we did a podcast last week where we talked about, uh, I think it talked over 20 or 25 pitchers who are worth keeping an eye on or, or adding to your team here as you head down to the stretch run. Uh, and Tristan McKenzie was one of them uh, because, you know, there's a high ceiling there. Uh, and we know that, uh, I mean, he's, he's capable of having uh, really strong games like he did uh, against the Tigers. Uh, Cincinnati's Tyler Molly uh, in Friday's 6-1 win against Philadelphia. Went seven innings, gave up three hits, no walks, no runs, struck out seven. Uh, and Molly was one of the uh, one of my favorite, uh, I guess, breakthrough type uh, pitchers coming into this season. And he's, he's delivered, I think, for the most part. And in his past five starts, uh, he's got a 2.40 ERA. So it's been getting better uh, lately. Uh, Houston, Zach Greinke uh, went seven innings. Uh, in Friday's 4-1 win against the Angels. Uh, I'm pretty sure I picked against Granke uh, in that game, so you know, good on him. Uh, he gave up two hits, uh, no walks, no runs, struck out seven. Uh, and Granke's just efficient. Got a 3.06 ERA in his past six starts, so you know, getting a little bit better here uh, as the games start to matter more uh, for the Astros. Uh, Philadelphia's Matt Moore. Uh, talk about un- unexpected here. In Saturday's 6-1 win against Cincinnati, Moore went six innings. You have no hits, two walks, no runs, struck out eight. Uh, now, I mean, Moore's rocking the ERA over six uh, on the season, so uh, don't get too carried away uh, about what kind of value comes from this, but uh, that's uh, a quality uh, showing from Matt Moore. All right, when we come back, we will look at uh, some pitchers who uh, str- maybe struggled a little bit uh, over the weekend, dig deep on the waiver wire, and maybe grab uh, a few matchups uh, that I like for Monday. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have a bunch of delicious flavors. And it's coconut and cherry barcia and raspberry and mint brownie and double chocolate and salted caramel and strawberry and orange and cookies and cream and German chocolate. That is a wide variety. There really has to be something for everyone, uh, given those combinations of flavors. My favorite, salted caramel. I I like the sweet and the salty uh, when they go together. Uh, But if you haven't tried uh, those flavors, you can get a mixed box uh, from Built Bar. They'll give you two of each of those. Uh, You try them out, decide which ones you like the best, and... Uh, you know, given that you have this wide variety of flavors, they're all covered in 100% chocolate, so it tastes great, uh, like a delicious snack. And not only are they great tasting, but they're healthy too. Uh, they are loaded with protein, low in calories, low in sugar, low in carbs, and Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. 
BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. That includes Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Seems prepped for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let's take a look at some pitchers who uh, struggled over the weekend. And now, most of these guys are not uh, terribly relevant for fantasy purposes, unless maybe you want to target them uh, as guys to, to set players against. Uh, Baltimore starter Jorge Lopez uh, went three and a third innings in Saturday's 16-2 loss at Boston. He gave up seven earned runs. Uh, and there was a stretch in the middle of the season where uh, Lopez uh, had a little bit of success. Uh, and this is all relative, of course, but in his past 12 starts, he has a 6.99 ERA. Uh, and so... Uh, that's uh, that's not great. Uh, Milwaukee uh, starter Brett Anderson uh, in Saturday's 14-4 loss at Pittsburgh went three and a third innings, gave up six earned runs, uh, and now Anderson uh, had been reasonably per, uh, effective uh, before that. In his previous five starts, had a 1.40 ERA. Uh, now he's a, a super low strikeout guy uh, at this stage, but uh, you know you, you might have been tricked into grabbing Brett Anderson uh, as a streaming option against Pittsburgh, but. Uh, did not work out for him. Uh, Baltimore again. Uh, Spencer Watkins in Friday's 8-1 loss at Boston. Went four innings. Gave up six earned runs. Watkins had a few uh, decent starts early uh, upon getting called up. But uh, in his past four starts has an 8.24 ERA. So uh, beware there. Uh, Tampa Bay's Michael Waka uh, in Saturday's 12-0 loss at Minnesota. Went five innings. Gave up seven earned runs. Uh, Waka has an 11.57 ERA in his past three starts. And uh, if you look at the way Tampa Bay you know deals away pitchers uh, and you can kind of you see that they don't place a ton of importance on on their starting rotation, uh, and so uh, Michael Walker might be testing uh, that belief given his uh, performance lately. Uh, Oakland uh, star Sean Manaya. Now here's somebody who actually you know has some fantasy uh, appeal. Uh, in Sunday's seven four loss at Texas, he gave up seven runs in five innings. Has a twelve point two seven ERA in his past three starts. Uh, so that's you know a little bit of a concern there um, with Manaya because uh, he had been rather effective uh, before that. Uh, now, each episode, I offer up one player rostered in 10% or fewer of Yahoo leagues, and maybe you need to race out to the waiver wire to get them, or maybe you can kind of sit and pounce when the time is right for you. Uh, this is probably somebody, you, if you need him, uh, you need him uh, in fairly short order, and that's uh, St. Louis outfielder Lars Nootbaar, uh, who, because of some injuries, uh, getting a chance to play, uh, and is 4 for 9 uh, in his past four games with a couple of home runs. Uh, and Nootbaar has a quality prospect. He's 23 years old uh, and he was hitting uh, in, in the minors uh, this year at uh, AAA, hitting 308 with a 900 OPS. Uh, and so, you know, it's a small sample. He only played 35 games uh, at AAA. Uh, and, you know, he got a, a cup of coffee, I guess, with the Cardinals earlier in the season. Uh, but, uh, you know, getting a chance now because of some injuries in that uh, Cardinals outfield, uh, and uh, be interesting to see whether he can, you know, sustain this and uh, carry it on for a little while. And uh, if you do want to grab him, Lars Newtbar is rostered in zero percent of Yahoo leagues. Now let's grab a few uh, injury updates uh, before we uh, grab uh, a few um, matchups that I like for for Monday. Uh, but uh, when it comes to injuries, I think the maybe the uh, the biggest is uh, with Cincinnati. Uh, Jesse Winker uh, is out, and Winker has had a really productive year. Uh, for the Reds, and uh, with an intercostal strain, he's been put on the 10-day injured list. Uh, I guess the hope 
uh, for Cincinnati will be that he'll be back uh, in early September. But uh, if not, uh, any you know absence of Winker is uh, that's a hole that uh, the Reds need to fill, uh, and they're uh, they're actually making a bit of a, a bold play here uh, to fill uh, in that lineup. They've got uh, Jose Barrero, uh, one of their top prospects, uh, has been called up, uh, and this is you know the, uh, a tough spot for you know, any of the guys who might have thought they'd have a chance to, uh, to increase their playing time with Winker out, you know, whether that's Nick Senzel or Shogo Akiyama or uh, Aristides Aquino, uh, any of those guys might have uh, hoped that they would be uh, getting an opportunity, but Barrero uh, might be uh, the one who, who really, you know, reaps the rewards. And he's a 23-year-old uh, who uh, was hitting really well uh, in the minors this year. He, he played 80 games uh, in the minors, split evenly uh, between AA and AAA, 40 games at each level. Uh, and uh, in 80 games, 17 home runs, 62 RBIs, 59 runs scored, 15 stolen bases, hitting 303 with a 910 OPS. Uh, a lot to like there. Uh, and so you know, it'll be interesting to see here if Barrero uh, can can step in for the Reds and, and maybe... Uh, you know, help mitigate the loss uh, of Jesse Winker, who's been one of their more productive hitters uh, this season. Uh, other injuries uh, to consider. We've got uh, White Sox. Utility man Larry Garcia is on the seven-day injured list with a concussion. Uh, not as big a deal uh, right now because Garcia, uh, his real value, I guess, was, was coming when the, the White Sox had a bunch of injuries and they had to move Garcia around to, to fill in uh, in a lot of spots. But uh, the White Sox, for the most part, are healthy. Uh, and so Garcia's uh, fantasy value is, is not quite what it was. Uh, and then Dodgers uh, starting pitcher Julio Urias uh, on the 10-day injured list with a calf strain. And this, uh, the, the, the Dodgers, good thing they spend a lot of money. Uh, they have five starting pitchers on their uh, injured list right now. Uh, and I, I guess their hope will be that, uh, uh, that this isn't a long-term thing uh, for Urias. But uh, it, having him out uh, for any time is, is fairly significant. Uh, given the, the other starters that they're already missing. Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Bryce Wilson, the starting pitcher who they uh, acquired from Atlanta, uh, has landed on the 10-danger list. Uh, they did not disclose why, uh, which is weird enough, uh, but uh, kind of a missed opportunity here for uh, Wilson if he, if he ends up you know, out for too long uh, because this is a real opportunity for him to prove that he can uh, take a regular turn in a major league rotation um, down the stretch here uh, for Pittsburgh. Uh, and uh, we've got... Um, St. Louis Cardinal shortstop Paul DeYoung day to day with a back injury uh, and as long as it's day to day it's not a huge deal Edmundo Sosa uh, can fill in uh, while DeYoung is out um, and so you know keep an eye on, on that uh, as well as keep an eye on uh, Blue Jays outfielder George Springer uh, looked like he uh, may have suffered an injury uh, tracking down a fly ball uh, over the weekend uh, and Washington Nationals uh, starting pitcher Joe Ross uh, he's, he's on the 10 day injured list but this one's going to go longer than that uh, he has uh, a strained UCL, uh, which uh, generally means there's more Tom, Tommy John surgery coming. And, and in the case of Ross, he's already had it once. Uh, and so the, the, this is going to be a, a fairly big decision on whether uh, Ross is going to have to undergo the surgery again. And, and really, it's too bad uh, because uh, while this season has not been a great one for the Nationals in general, uh, Joe Ross uh, had come around and was a reasonably effective pitcher for them. Uh, his first few starts of the year weren't uh, weren't great, uh, but uh, as as he kind of finishes the season, he has a five and nine record, four point one seven ERA, one point two two WHIP, more than a strikeout per inning. Uh, I think you know there there was some reason to be really encouraged, I guess, uh, about the performance of Joe Ross this year. And now uh, this and this is how it goes with pitchers sometimes: is you can be all uh, excited uh, about 
about a guy's performance and uh, something gets tweaked and, and, and then that, you know, and then they're out for a year. Uh, and it appears that is the case uh, with Joe Ross. Uh, so let's uh, grab a couple of uh, matchups from Monday's games that I, I like. And you know, it's not a huge schedule on Monday as usual, uh, but uh, Chicago Cubs uh, with Justin Steele on the mound, plus 186 at Cincinnati with Wade Miley uh, on the bump for the Reds uh, and Steele, uh, has, has put up good numbers out of the Cubs bullpen, uh, was great down at AAA, uh, and so uh, I think he's at least worth a look uh, at this price, getting plus 186 at Cincinnati. Uh, and then uh, Oakland with Frankie Montes on the mound, minus 112 at the White Sox with Dallas Keuchel going. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I recall the days early in the season when I was happy to go against Montes, but uh, I, I have come around, He and, and so has he. Uh, and so... Uh, we'll take him as a slight favorite there against the White Sox and Keuchel, who um, uh, I, I don't trust Dallas Keuchel a whole lot uh, in any case. So that will do it for today. Uh, enjoy the games. Also check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Uh, check th- these podcasts out on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.